the, the biggest learning is you you can see the outcome. Well, let's face it, with your parents when they started their house was worth X much, X dollars, it's never worth this much. So it doesn't matter, it's over time you get the end result you want to get to. I know we always say, you know, an investor is never disappointed after 20 years. You know what I mean? Of that property that they've held according. You're listening to Property Investor Tales, stories from the front yard. Here's your host, Tabitha Bright. Hello and welcome to Property Investor Tales, stories from the front yard, where I get to speak to property investors from around Australia about their investing journey. My name is Tabitha Bright, and I'm the head of coaching here at Positive Real Estate, where we help people build wealth through property. With over 8,000 clients across Australia and New Zealand, there are some incredible stories to tell, which hopefully make your investing journey a little bit easier and will inspire you along the way. So my very charming guest today is Kel Watts. Kel learned very early on how important it is to have the right coach to guide you on your journey. And he, we get to hear what happened when he rented out, he moved out of his principal place of residence, his home, and unfortunately it got rented to a drug mule. So we get to hear all about that, what happened and how he popped out the other side. And lastly, he shares his top tips for investing successfully. So heaps to learn. Enjoy this conversation with Cal. Hey everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the podcast. Uh, I have the fabulous Kel with me today, uh, a client of Megan Wolfenden, who is one of our coaches up in Queensland. And um, Kel, thank you for being here today. Absolute pleasure, Tad. No problems. It's good to have my turn. Happy days. (laughs) Uh, well, it's um, it's actually lovely getting to talk to so many different people because um, obviously I talk with the people that I still coach, but uh, there's you know so many clients over eight thousand across Australia and New Zealand, uh, and it's lovely getting to hear everyone's stories. I feel in a very privileged position. <laughs> Absolutely, plus being COVID tab, we've all been locked away, haven't we? So we have. anyway, yeah, it's all about the change. I got the, um, we got the team together, the coaching team and the property consultants. We got them all together last week for the first time in probably about 18 months um, because, you know, it's really important to have that connection. By, I reckon about two o'clock on the first day, I was done. I could barely, (laughs) I was like wanting to fall asleep on the bus because we were going all around Melbourne doing the stock tour. Of, yep. you know what properties were um sam and the team were looking at and i was just absolutely exhausted yeah it's um it's like like i've lost my ability to socialize i don't know about you no i percent agree it's it, and you see it you know what i mean people are on their phones straight away aren't they you know when they've actually got someone and holy god i haven't had this for a while and it's just to get good to get that one-on-one vibe again it, it actually was really nice it yeah. was it was really lovely yeah. I can understand how you think it's exhausting on the same thing, Tab, so yeah. It was exhausting. I'm very happy to be back in my little office at home with my uh, with my Zoom. Yeah. Um, so to talk about you rather than me, uh, I'm going to launch straight in there because I, I think there's a story in here. I've got some fabulous notes from you. What is the weirdest or funniest thing that has happened to you in property investing? <laughs> because I'm yeah. looking at your answer here and I want I want to hear some more detail in this one. Yeah, Tab. So whether we classify as weirdest or as maybe creepiest might be the right words. <laughs> but um, look, there was an opportunity to work away 
was sort of back in 2012, 13, 14. It, yeah. uh, Brisbane wasn't that that great in terms of employment opportunities. So happy to go where the business went. So we obviously worked away. And part of that role of working away, we thought we'd try and make a little bit of extra income. So at the end of the day, we reluctantly put our fabulous principal place of residence, you know, in the tenant pool. Um, so the message here was it ran absolutely smoothly. Like you wouldn't believe when we first got the first tenant, there were 65 year old people, um, never heard anything from them or the age of the property manager accordingly. Um, 12 months in, we come and inspected the property. They opened up the door to us. Welcome to your property was how we were actually greeted after 12 months. Wow. Which is a rarity. So anyway, in the, middle, 100%, <laughs> in the middle of all this, the real estate kept bugging us. They kept saying, you need to put your rent up. You need to put your rent up. I said, no, I don't want to do it. I really don't want to do it. Just put an extra $5. I don't. I've got a great tenant. don't want to do it. Anyway, it got to, after two or three years of having these people in here, the decision was made, okay, well, let's put the rent up. You know, we're sort of paying the body corp, we're paying for a garden, we're paying for the water, we're pretty much paying for everything. Yeah. And that was on the basis that we wanted them to look after our property. Yeah. Anyway, the real estate agent rang us. There was two opportunities. There was a tenant, which we thought, mm, probably not the red calibre. We went through the next tenant, thought, yep, they've got the goods. So it was a young guy, about 26 years old. Um, $150,000 in his bank account. Maybe that should have run a bit of alarm bells tab. Always pays his rent on time. You'll love this guy. Keeps the place immaculate, all those things. At this stage, it was 2014 when this tenant had moved in. And I was up in Darwin at that stage working on a gas plant. Now, phone reception was wifey. You couldn't get reception. You had to wait till you actually got on the bus and actually headed back home, back to Darwin. Anyway, my phone beeped. It was, um, it was actually a Saturday afternoon at four o'clock. I was just going ballistic. I had 10 or 15 messages. Geez, property managers ringing accordingly. What the hell's going on? Oh, so I rang up and the property manager. <laughs> no, the property manager said to me, Have you heard the news? And I said, No, I haven't. It's the first time you know we get the call. What's happened? Please don't tell me the house is burnt down. When did uh did, you know did you just go into, you know, God, the bizarre mode, what the hell has happened? Anyway, so I'm just giving you a heads up. Your house has actually been raided by the federal police. So you can imagine. What that thought process, uh, all of a sudden, we've now got an undesirable in our house. What the hell is going on? Is it hydroponics? What's in the garage? You know, what's the state of the house? All those things. But prior to this, it probably should have raised some alarm bells because our gardener rang us out of the blue. And he said to me, mate, are you putting up cameras around the house? I said, no, I haven't authorised it. Why? He said, I'll send you a photograph. Cameras, Tab, there were three cameras appeared on the outside of the house. He said, I don't want to appear in no one's home at the moment. Don't do that. Let me, I'll get on to the real estate agent. So I spoke to the real estate agent. Would you please get around there ASAP and find out what the hell's going on? We haven't authorised any cameras. And it was the next day when the real estate, just before they got there, the house had been raided by the federal police. Ah. So the drugs, obviously. Of some yeah, of so yeah. there was drugs. There was, what, $50,000 worth of cash. There was weapons. Everything was up in the ceiling. Oh. Uh, it was it was full on. It was we had a guy at that stage. Our, our roller door with the motor and the roller door had gone. So we'd actually organised um, somebody to come in and, and get things fixed straight away. Don't stop the tenant around. So you can imagine you got seven or eight undercover coppers come in, the detectives, a whole lot, bang, and they basically escorted the guy out. So the worst part was, Tab, I said to the real estate agent straight away, I need to get this guy out of the house. Just whatever you need to do, get rid of him. So you can imagine the real estate then trying to get this guy out of the house, who was obviously in the clink at that stage. Cut a long story short, when I've gone back and checked the bank accounts, the bank, bank balance to see where it was at, he transferred $10,000, lump sum, $10,000 advanced payments into our account. 
So the difficulty then was, you can imagine with $10,000 lump sum positive into your account, what do I do? What do I do as a property owner? Let's just say proceeds of crime. What the hell do I do now? I can say, right, I'll transfer the $10,000 back to the real estate agent. But what's the verification? Do I need a transmittal to confirm I have sent it? And everything then goes through your mind accordingly. This guy's going to come after me and say, well, you haven't given me my money back. So, Tab, we had no other choice but to leave that, well, we say that tenant in the house for that period until it expired, until we could move him out. Anyway, let's say two or three days, I was due to roster, come home. We organised the real estate. I need to come in and see the house. It was the weird, just the eeriest feeling, Tab, that the house was set up as a display home. The ductus system we had, it was set at 18 degrees. All the windows were frosted. And sure enough, inside the house were another two cameras. So it's just, it had been happening for a period of six or seven months. And um, yeah, it was, they were just living in the back room. So it was, uh, and it was so weirdest, eeriest. But yeah, anyway, it wasn't long after they moved. I thought it was time for us to come back home. And we were sitting in the lounge, it was about eight weeks after the event, notwithstanding I'm out mowing the lawn, people are coming back going, that's him, that's the guy that was handcuffed out, he went, <laughs> all these things are going through your mind accordingly, Tad. So we said it was yeah. midnight, yeah, sitting there, I'd actually fallen asleep on the couch and I heard this Harley Davidson cruise past. Oh, bikies. Yep. It was all, and I thought, oh my God, what the hell do I do now? They're going to knock on the door and say, this is something I think you owe us. You, you owe know? us 50 grand. <laughs> Exactly right, Tab. So all those things go into your mind. And, and all we did was just lease the property based on, you know, what we're informed, you know, through the real estate agent saying it reputable. Wow. Anyway, as it turned out, it was just somebody in the neighbourhood and then they, you know, I went in, got the peacemaker and thought, God, what am I going to do? I open the door and there's this big burly bikey sitting there. Holy dooly, you know what I mean? But look, the message is not trying to lead bikies into that. You know, they're all, they're not all the same. You know what I'm saying? But it was just, it just went through your mind with, you know, yes, when you've spoken to the, to the police or, who was involved sort of thing, you know, within reason what they can disclose. So I know it's nice to make a bit of money on the side tab, but I can tell you now, if I ever worked away, it's TARDIS, you know, we're in a position where we're not that far off paying our house off, but I'd never do it again accordingly, you know what I mean? Anyway, it might be the best look, but yeah, so that that was was our weirdest um, arrangement we've had with a tenant. I think I've had such a, um, it's, it's funny because some of the people I interview have had the craziest things happen and then other yeah. people are just like, no, mate, nothing, nothing. And I've been yeah. investing 20 years. It's, I think yeah. it's just the luck of the draw. Um, yeah. I had one of my first podcast interviews, um, Abe, his, I think his dad was managing his property and managed it and um, rented it out to bikies. And they yeah. went and did an inspection and he had like something like 30 dead chickens or hanging headless chickens hanging on the washing line. And like, and that was really hard getting the bikies out, but you know, yeah. they got there. And so yeah. I guess um, from your perspective, you were, have you still got the property? Yeah, that's, that's where I'm now. So we, we didn't, look, we didn't do anything. We didn't change any locks. We thought, well, you know, obviously we rang the federal police guys, look, this is me on the owner, my wife's here. Would you guys love to come through the house again? And said, mate, we've we've done everything we need to do. So we thought, okay, you know, we, we were looking at that stage given it felt dirty, Tab, that you're living I back bet. in your house that had the proceeds, you know what I mean, of, yeah. you know, that, you know, the niceties there accordingly, what was stashed in the house. And I'm glad we didn't sell it, to be honest, Tab. You know, we're through yeah. all that accordingly and, and distant memories. But, but I hear we just stay in terms. I mean, other tenants we've had, you know, along the journey, no issue whatsoever. 
You know, I know they talk about, you know, if it's a good property, your property manager's always there. You don't need to worry. Um, this was just a really interesting one. And, and what, you probably wouldn't have worried about it too much, Tad. It's your own principal place of residence. You know what I mean? Yeah. That all of a sudden they're cutting holes in your wall to put cameras in and doing all that stuff, lifting tiles on the roof. And you know, what's a real estate agent doing? You know, so anyway, yeah. you'll have it so quick. But yeah, no, we've still got it We're here now. So yeah, we're going to get rid of it. No more cameras? <laughs> no, no more cameras, Tad. No at all. No, no more cameras. That's a, I mean, it's hilarious. I mean, it's sobering. Yeah. And it's such a different world to what we live in. I mean, yeah. occasionally yeah. I read the newspapers and you hear about, you yeah. know, the Ibrahim brothers and the, you know, uh, whoever it is, the bikies, the yeah. <laughs> one well, in the street. Sorry, you go. I was going to say, look, I understand the principle. We, we're actually living in a gated community in Hope Island. So, <laughs> um, you, you know, where where is actually situated? You know, whilst you say you're in that community, there's obviously people that are in here for that reason as well, Tab. Yeah. So. Yeah, look, you know, yeah, we were pretty lucky compared to because there was another two houses raided in here as well at that time. And when you actually saw, because the first thing I couldn't wait to see the Queensland musical, and you're up in the North Territory, and then you actually see the other footage of the other properties, and literally the roller door, it's got hydroponics, it's got the full setup, everything in the garage. We we were extremely lucky from that perspective, Pat. Yeah, you didn't have um, notwithstanding, you know, maybe energy or someone's going, what the hell's going on there with electricity bills? So yeah, yeah. and water. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Usually exactly. give away in the old yeah. oil on the windows. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> ah, well, interesting. But you came out the other side of that, and I guess that's the moral of the story, isn't it? It doesn't, I mean, it you ha you can have these challenges, other challenges, um, but you just have to see it through and pop out the other side, yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. Were you able to claim insurance for fixing up the property at all? Did you have any coverage on that aspect? Yeah, so look, we held a bit of, and again, this is a bit of an eerie thing as to how you hold somebody like that, you know, with their body corp and all the rest of their, um, you know, their, their bond. Uh, their bond. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So we used the majority of that, but because we were working away and they were in there for a period of time, you know, where the, where the cameras were located, it was just a, how do we say, it was just a very tight, you know, just a quick fix sort of thing. We'll give the front a bit of a paint, you yeah. know, and like the house did at that stage, needed a bit of a paint. So you can sort of see this nice bit of board at the front. It's all nicely painted and the rest of the house is a bit dull and that annoyed me then the stage, well, now we need to go and get the house painted, do you know what I mean? So yeah. we, we pretty much, we did okay in terms of the rectification. We weren't sort of out of pocket. And look, it wasn't a huge amount. It was just sort of cameras accordingly and, um, you know, everything was out. There wasn't, you know, anything else that had been damaged in the house tab. Oh, well that, I mean, that was lucky, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, um, and so this didn't put you off property? Oh, no, God, no. No, definitely not. Tab. I mean, when we look at it, I always reflect back on this scenario. It was a bloody godsend that it did happen, to be fair. Because no. of the ups and downs that you have, yeah. you know, the equity that we've got, which we've managed to be able to leverage now off our principal place. So if we just started, you know, just said stuff that we're out of here because of bad experience. Yeah. It's a good community. It's a great area. You know, why just give that up because of the bad experience? And to be honest, Tab, that'll live with me on this journey accordingly, no matter what we do. There's always something you can do. There's always something you can get around it to turn that, but I don't really use the word negative, but sort of the negatives into the positive and, yeah. and still come out in that, in that, in that um, you know, the positive end. Well, hats you know? off to you and your mindset on that stuff because I know, yeah. that, and I think it's one of the keys to people's success is that ability to go, okay, well, that was an experience of itself. Now let's, 
remind ourselves of what is the um, the whole goal, the total goal, because one small experience on the, oh, I hate the word journey, but yeah. on the road uh, is not going to um, always define the end goal, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think for you, this has been a, uh, something that I am hearing from you. You and I were having a frank chat beforehand and we were sure. talking about how important it is when you have a mentor or a coach that you have somebody that sits right with you and that you connect with. Um, because when you first started with Positive Real Estate, um, Megan's your coach now, but you had a different coach. Yes. And, um, and that person you didn't have quite the rapport with. Uh, and so you've been um, brave enough to put your hand up and then say, guys, I'm back, I'm here. Can I have another coach? Is there anything you want to kind of share on that journey and how important it is to have somebody that sits in the right space for you? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, yeah, look, we'll touch on that just briefly, Tab. Obviously, yeah. in that early stages of joining back in the day, yeah. um, what did it? Obviously, got a mentor for life, so to speak, you know what I mean? It's yeah. something you can be with. But I guess from those ex first experiences, it just wasn't that tight. Uh, what would you say? The relationship, if you like, that you have, had, you yeah. do need to have with your coach. Yeah. Um, and, and to the point, Tab, that's why we went off in limbo for a bit. It was 2017 when we thought, yeah. you know what, let's just have a little bit of a break for now. This is not what I've worked into as And then all of a sudden you go to the emotions of going, why is it you? Who is it? But it was actually me, Tab, at the end of the day, because I was sort of shielding myself from that. I don't want to call the coach because what's the point? It's, it just seems like it's going to come across or you should know that or how come we're talking about this again or whatever the case may be. But anyway, look, um, we jumped back on the horse. We thought it was actually, I'm digressing slightly, but I'll lead into where I'm going with, with Megan. Um, <laughs> it, just, it was a conversation um, sort of mid to late last year with, um, you know, somebody else. And my wife said to me, why are you talking to anyone else when you paid for the group? Why don't you get back on the horse and, and re-engage? So yeah. we did that. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, and it was one of those of, oh, your, your mindset's in, what if it's the same coach? They're going to have the same look on things. They're going to, no, no, let's really give this a go. And um, along come Megan. So, oh. and yeah, just chalk and cheese. Oh, Absolutely cool. so, brilliant. Awesome. Yeah. So that's working for you now oh, with the shift in coach and, and focus and, and rapport. And, absolutely. And even at the point, look forward to me, says, hey, time for a chat. You know, how about we go through a cash flow? Oh, beauty, shit, I need to get on this straight away. Happy, let's do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's so awesome. got that yeah, and reflecting back again on the, that initial experience with a nice tenant, it would have been yeah. something that you could have actually had a chat to somebody about, somebody that's around you, somebody that you can talk to accordingly. I, I think that's that's the key. And I reflect back back in the day when I started reading some some magazines, Tab, in terms of, you know, yeah, right. positive investment, PRE yeah. was in there at that early stage. <laughs> yeah. And one of the things was surrounding yourself with with good people. You can't do it on your own. It was the motto back then. So to be brutally honest, it, it's absolutely a pleasure having um, you know, working, I guess, under Megan. And and the other part of that is the PC as well. So at the early stages, James was part of that, James Edenman. Yeah. He was actually part of that. So whilst the coach wasn't where it was at, I did have a very good rapport with, with James. James. And extremely pleasing to see James is back on. So you've now got a good coach with James. Tab, yeah. let's get it going. Oh, I'm really happy to hear that. And I think it's really important to bring it up because, yeah. um, you know, I've coached 
15 years now with positive real estate and yep. sometimes you know you have the best intentions to um, serve your clients but sometimes yep. you just don't click yep. and um, you know and I'll be frank you and I were sharing I had a, a client Rob and I'm sure Rob wouldn't mind me sharing um, and he came to me he was I, and I actually really really respect this because he actually came to me and said Tab look, I think I need to change coaches. Um, I don't think we're a good fit. And I thought, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, a, you know, it happens from time to time. Yeah. But to actually address it with me, I thought was really brave. And he said, yeah. look, you know, no issue with anything you've told us. It's just personality-wise. He said, you talk too fast, you move too fast. You, I just need someone that's going to slot. And I thought, you know what? Great feedback because yes, I do talk fast. I move a mile a minute. I do need to slow down sometimes and, and yeah. get, you know, coaching's about listening, right? Not about talking. Mm. Um, and, um, and so it was really valuable. And I think it made me a better coach. And secondly, we were able to pair him up with somebody that actually suited and he's happy as Larry and doing really, really well. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to talk through that today because sometimes it's, it's not necessarily about the, uh, the group or the business, it's about who you're dealing with one-on-one. -on -one. And if you have some challenges, reach out. If you're not part of an investment group like Positive Real Estate or with Positive Real Estate, um, and you're thinking about coaching and mentoring, make sure you have the right connection with the person that you're talking to. And if not, put your hand up. If people have yeah. a problem with that, then maybe they're not the right group for you, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 100%. And Tab, just on that, yeah. I mean, when you look at with, and I'm going to talk highly of these, you, you worked that out, there's no dramas there. So <laughs> what I did like, and, and, and I guess it's a lesson for everyone when they get with that coach, is just start from the basics. Where are you at? What's your position? I need to understand your journey to where we are now. Absolutely. How can we then pick up? I know we always talk about a marathon, not a sprint, but how can we pick it up from that perspective to understand, yeah. you know, what you've been through, what are your experiences? And that was, that was the number one thing there with Megan in regards to that so we had that good platform yeah and everything was very explained detail methodical you know if you didn't understand it not an issue you can get the notes you can go through it and that's all about about that listening as well tab as you were saying so absolutely it's a win-win all round all right well hats off to you and and awesome that you came back and we're very pleased to have you yeah um and so tell me what do your friends and family think about your investing decision because this is often a place where people have some challenges they don't they don't have people that they can share with because people rain on their parade and their immediate vicinity of friends and family and this is a common thing that comes up so yeah. tell me a little bit about that for you yeah so it's one of those that you've got obviously because you've got your coach and everything there's not a real lot you need to talk about from that perspective you, you pretty much Bring, hey, I want to talk to you about this. Can we do that? So you know that decisions are going to be this. There's some experience or wealth of experience that sits behind that. If you yeah. focus first and foremost in house, obviously your best mate, your wife, where she's situated, it's always, hey, what's your what's your thoughts? Um, yeah. Wife's very good to talk to on the basis, um, which we'll get into a little bit later, Tab. Um, <laughs> I guess the motto is safe and sound, and whatever you do, do not get us into trouble. So with those lessons learned, it's great to, because I sometimes get a bit emotional, oh, look at this property, look at this one, what about this, all those sort of things, you know what I mean? Where I was going with that, <laughs> I'd prefer to keep it in-house tab with my yeah. wife. If we focus on friends, um, sometimes, oh, why would you do that? You know, how many more do you need to buy? When's enough? Although we just don't want that 
negative feedback. No. I know where that feedback will be when we get into that lifestyle stage. Geez, why didn't I, you know what I mean? Well, and what do you say then accordingly? Yeah. So we sort of keep to ourselves. We don't sort of say too much. Um, yeah. With family, never ever would I discuss with mum and dad. And the sole reason being is they were, uh, how do you say, had a great upbringing and all the rest of it. But the first thing they would say is, holy dooly, you're in a lot of debt. Are you okay? She, we can't pull you out if something happens. Sorry, Tab, didn't even swear, but if something oh, happens, like you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so that's what they would be focused on because through their, I guess, you know, their, their parents, you know, you, you bought a house, you paid your house off, a couple of cars, you retired. They just couldn't understand that level accordingly um, and would go into stress mode, which obviously the old yeah. one's 83 and you know, mum's a little bit younger, but I don't, don't really want them to go through that. No. And, um, you know, all we need to know is, hey, we're doing okay down here, guys. We've got a principal place of residence, and it's it's easier just to talk to them that way, Tab. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's it's really common. I get, I mean, a lot of the reason that people don't want to do the podcast is because they don't want to be seen to be out there. And I yeah. mean, you know, we can remove a video, we can um, yeah. just use your first name and things like that. And most people in my vicinity that I wouldn't want to know anything about my investing I mean they wouldn't even be looking at stuff that I look at so but yeah. people people are finding that the negativity and it's fear it's fear of being left behind it's fear of you know people just going oh well I'm not brave enough to do it I can't do it I'm too you know I'm not educated enough whatever their story is um they're worried about being left behind and yeah. they're worried that it makes them not enough is what I guess is at the basis of so much of this and wanting you know a good outcome for you yeah. um and it's, I think also I think also yeah. Tad the, the lessons learned with that are the reason you're, you're very recluse in terms of what you do tell your parents is they they give you that little bit of advice so I'm happy to take it from them it's almost like hey you're the son I'm the elder you know what I mean yeah. you Feel like you know you haven't been home for a period of time, but hey, you still take a little bit of advice from them accordingly for whatever that may be worth, Tap. Um, but it's you know, because all, all, all they've said here is look, don't end up like us, just make sure you plan where you need to be and you know, have that behind you so you can be comfortable. Yeah, no worries, Dad, that's all good, but you'll never disclose, hey, we've got the journey, this is where we're at. For that simple fact, I'll take that advice, thank you very much. Okay, move on, let's have a cup of tea and some scones, you know what I mean? Mm, no, I do, I do, and it's um. It's always, uh, I know a lot of clients feel almost like they're hiding stuff from family, yeah. Um, but they're, uh, yeah, they don't feel that they can talk about it with many no. of their friends and family. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and look, don't get me wrong, I'd love to tell mum and dad. Love to, yeah. because you feel proud of where you're at. You know, like yeah. go, what do you mean 1% club? Did you know what I mean? Like it's just to go through all that sort of thing, but you feel proud. But I know you, you do want to mention it to them, but it's not, it's not worth their stress or worry accordingly. No. The same. You know what I mean? Yeah, yep, so. I do. I do. Yeah. And um, what is your biggest, what is your biggest challenge through this process of buying investment property and um, your journey to get yourself into a position, um, your goals, what's the biggest sort of challenge or mistake you've had? And what did you get out of that lesson? Yeah, well, so I guess in the first concept of investing tab, when we bought our first one, we bought a, uh, was over at Wynnum, all areas, obviously where PR eventually went. I feel privileged <laughs> that it was 10 years yeah, prior. Good on you. All the leaders are over where I went. You know? So 
what it was is you the, the biggest learning is you you can see the outcome let's face it with your parents when they started their house was worth x much x dollars it's now worth this much so it doesn't matter it's over time you get the end result you want to get to i know we always say you know an investor investor is never disappointed after 20 years you know what i mean with that property that they've held accordingly so yeah. the lessons learned we, we the focus was to buy buy a number of um no goals no plan no contingencies nothing at all um and then you realize that plan is not where it needs to be when all of a sudden things do start to go sideways you know yeah. tenants moved out or something happens going back to that one and win them um you know we we bought it was 2000 it was 2004 or 5 tab now 390 right. i guess a really early day so pre-pre yep yeah correct yeah so we're sort of 399k was on the avenues um yep. over near the golf course mindset was i'm going to develop this i'm going to make some money how do we do that doesn't matter we'll do it down the track and and that sort of lessons learned there's there's no goal there's no contingencies there's no plan in place you're just doing it because it's a number and hey i own a few properties so that's that's the biggest lesson of having that journey accordingly in terms of what you buy um along you know that road of investment so okay yeah. and if I could ask that classic podcast question. Sure, Tab. <laughs> I ask pretty much everyone, and, and it's really interesting because I get quite similar answers on this one. Yes. If you could go back in time and you could talk to young Kel, hindsight, <laughs> oh. <laughs> what would be the advice that you would give young Kel if you could have the gift of hindsight? What would you do? Yeah. What would you say? Yeah. So, Tab, I've watched a few of your podcasts, I won't lie, and there's a lot of repetition. <laughs> time, 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 time. The way, I, the way I factor it in, obviously, you come into this earth with nothing and you'll leave with nothing. I'm not trying to be morbid, but there's a journey accordingly, and I'm not trying to put it in yep. perspective that we're only going to live to a period of time. Yep. But the number one lesson learned, if we talk about marathon, not a sprint, 20 years, if we look at it, how quick does 20 years go? Zero to 20, yeah, really you've got your quick. 21st birthday, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not talking about 19 and then 20 to 39 tab and 40. I'm just saying purely zero to 20, 20 to 40, 40 to 60. So if we do look at time, the earlier we can start. If you're 27s or whatever, look, let's face it, 20 years, you're 47. Holy mm -hmm. dooly, I'm now from the second to the third to get the benefit. That lifestyle is so far away. Starting early is without a doubt going to give you that advantage down the track. Yeah, um, it's nuts. What I know now, Tab, as well. So time's the first thing. The other side of the equation, without fail, surround yourself with the knowledge and wisdom of people that have done it. Yeah. You, you physically can't do it on your own. So, yeah. oh, man, if I'd have started, geez, I, I think I'd be coming straight out of university. 21, right, where's your first house? Let's get going on that journey. You know, get junior Jason win, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, yeah, time, um, exposure to those people that are around you to help you on that journey. It's a, it's a lessons learned experience, something you can talk to. If you're going to do it by yourself, no, it, you need some people are lucky to have, they've just bought it, you know what I mean? And it sits there and they buy another one. And, but you, you need a more robust plan in place to have accordingly. Yeah. So a plan as well is, is yeah. a big part of it. Um, <clears throat> there's a, a family that I'm hoping to get on for a podcast. I, I haven't yeah. quite talked them into it yet. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I sowed the seed last night when I was talking to them. And, um, and they're quite incredible. And I think this all just, I mean, it blew my mind. And I've been, mm. like I said, coaching 15 years with this stuff. Yeah. Um, so the parents have got uh, two young daughters and they wanted to invest. 
So um, the parents said, right, go save the deposits. Um, we'll put, we'll go to contract on behalf of you in the interim. We'll settle it if you don't. But um, we're going to um, essentially get this off the plan for you ladies to, to sort. They saved up at 15 and 17. They started yeah. saving. And at 18 and 20, they are now, the contract's gone into their name and they are buying their first investment property while being teenagers, while being at uni, one of them's two years into a, um, a law degree, they've been working almost full time while doing uni and stuff um, in school to, um, to come up with a deposit and the eldest has even got together with her partner and has saved a deposit for a house in the interim on top of they've come up with 20% in total for their off the plan. Isn't that yeah. amazing? And they're, they're 18 and 20. Yeah. And, and hear those stories, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It always comes back to that time tap, 100%. And, and in fact, you, you know, no. get so excited when you hear those stories to realise, geez, what a great future. You know, those young kids, as they go yeah. along the journey, they've got the early experiences, but again, that education comes into play. Surely they must have been there from those parents to go, hey, you know, open those Great values. parenting, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and, and it's amazing that kids actually listen to that. Not, not that I have any, but um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. My daughter would kill me if I commented on her at all in any way in this forum. So I'm yeah. just going to remain totally mum. Yeah. Don't, don't play great. that bit, Tab. <laughs> <laughs> but no um you know real I thought that was probably one of the better stories that I've come across as far as people starting young like I mean that's oh. nuts yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. I mean you've only got I keep saying it but you've only got here a marathon marathon is a long time you know what I'm saying it's not so if you hear that advice it it does take time um yeah. absolutely um yeah. and again there's there's hurdles accordingly, Tab, in it. You know what I mean? If you've got, again, I'll go back to the people around you. Yep. We wouldn't have been, I can tell you now, if we hadn't got back in the PRE group, we would not have been in that position where we'd gone, you know what, let's get a couple straight away accordingly. Yeah. Because, you know, equity arbitrage, all those sort of yep. things that you want. You know what I mean? It's funny. It's a valuable tool to have that around you yeah. in that time you've got. And the last comment on that, Tab, mm -hmm. I won't lie, I'm a, absolutely scared because you're late 40s. Let's just face it, I'm not 65. I will never retire at that age. But you know, when you sit, when you say you're in that third quarter, I tell you what, there's not a lot of time left. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. It doesn't mean to sound morbid, but there's not a lot of time. So that's why we want Reality. to make sure it's done correctly. But my God, if only I was 27. Yeah. Well, very, very, very sage advice and wise words, my friend. So, yes. <laughs> uh, and so for everybody in their 40s, like it's, you know, it's not too late, but you do need. No. You need, you need a solid plan um, in your 50s. Even yeah. so, it starts yeah. to get hairy. It's not too late. There's no. always a next step and a solution. Yeah. But, you know, there might be some realities around your situation, what's achievable. Yes. But taking steps, being better than where your current trajectory is, is always a win. Um, Absolutely. Think, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, thank you so much for today. And um, I think that was a really valuable chat, uh, especially around, you know, having a rapport, your rapport, having the right person that's assisting you on your path. Um, I love the story about your, your drug mule and the, um, and the bikies and so forth. Uh, I must say, I'm glad that wasn't me, uh, but um, it sounds like you've, <laughs> you've handled it with aplomb. 
And really the key thing in this, I think, is your mindset. Um, You know, congratulations on fostering, you know, really healthy quality mindset around your investing and and around challenges because how we process challenges, what we make them mean um, and how we work through them is all all determines our success. So um, congratulations. Oh, thanks, Tab. And I think to the PRE group, obviously, when we did first join, you know, it was, you know, it's like any business kicking off sort of thing, Tab. It has changed immensely. You yeah. know, even when I had a bit of email sort of chat with uh, with Sammy back in the day about, listen, you need to get onto Facebook. I, I didn't want to get onto Facebook, Tab. It just wasn't for me accordingly. But yeah. regularly listen to all the podcasts, you know, Jace in the morning. I yeah. don't necessarily get time to do it, all sort of things. But it's a credit yeah. to yourself, Jace, you know, Sam, the coaches you've got. It's a completely different outlook now in terms of having those coaches on board now that you know that are part of that group tab. So credit to yourself as well. You're in good hands. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, we've got an awesome team. And, no um, awesome. Well, we'll end it on that note. Thank you so much for your time today. And uh, and if there's anyone else out there, clients that would like to share your story, please don't hesitate to reach out for me. I'm always looking for new, I call them my victims of my podcast. <laughs> I should probably <laughs> change that based on our conversation. Yeah. Uh, but it usually, usually genders a giggle. All righty. Yeah. Thanks All again. right, Sam. Pleasure, no worries. Hey, thanks for listening to Property Investor Tales. Remember to subscribe so you get notified every time a new episode drops. As you can guess, I love hearing people's property investor tales. So if you'd like to share yours, then please get in touch with me via email at propertyinvestortales at positivementor.com.au. We would also love your feedback and I would appreciate a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Remember, you can watch all of these podcasts over on YouTube at Positive Mentor or at positivementor.com.au. Until then, take care, happy investing, and bye for now.